All right. Welcome to the Student Mindset Podcast. Today's guest is Chungus Thang. How you doing, Chungus? I'm doing amazing, Lorenzo. Glad to be here. Yeah, thank you for joining the podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, this podcast is called the Student Mindset Podcast. So it's basically um, trying to help the, the listeners learn something new and, you know, grow their mindset. And I know we talked a little bit, you know, before we jumped on here uh, on what you do. And for the listeners, can you give them an overview and uh, kind of, you know, where you're from, what you do? Yes, absolutely. So I'm Chungus. I am the healthy dating coach for men. I specialize in helping good men attract healthy relationships via self-improvement in the modern age. And I do that as uh, one of the only dating coaches out there that can say that he uh, understands what it's like to not have six feet, six figures, or a six pack, and is also a Southeast Asian. Um, yeah, so I, I focus on helping good guys get into healthy relationships. <laughs> That's so good because it's... Uh... It's very important, you know, to be in a healthy relationship. Uh, I just got married in, in 2019. So I'm going on my, you know, third to fourth year of marriage. And let me tell you, yeah. if you're not in a healthy relationship uh, and you're in something that's toxic, uh, mm -hmm. it's not going to turn out well. Uh, yeah. And it's for both of you on both ends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad that you're out here and, and you're, you know, passionate about this and, about, you know, helping guys get into healthy relationships. Uh, how did you get into this? Like, what made you want to be a, a healthy relationship dating guy for, for guys? Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. Uh, thanks for asking. And major props to you and your wife. Um, big congrats on that again. Thank you. Uh, but um, yeah, so how I got into this. So as a kid, um, you know, it's been a whole journey, right? But as a kid, I used to be incredibly insecure. I used to be incredibly shy. Um, you know, I we were talking a lot about it. Uh, you know, as a kid, like many others, you know, I had a lot of uh, struggles that I had to overcome. You know, I'm a Burmese war refugee. I'm a survivor of child abuse. I used to be bullied, all that, right? I came from poverty and all that. But, you know, as a kid, I was, one thing that I noticed was that I was always extremely lonely, right? I was always, um, you know, uh, really shy. I could not talk to people. Um, I wasn't even really allowed to have friends. And I always wanted friends. I always especially wanted a girlfriend. But what happened was my biological father, he was like, you know, no girls until you're successful and you're a doctor. And that's like, you know, no girls, not, not even thinking about having a girlfriend or even, you know, touching hands, or like holding hands with a girl until you're like 35 years old. Right. And it's like, wow. that's kind of insane. Right. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to do that. Because what happens so, if you turn 35 <laughs> Then you don't know how to get a girl. It's, it's you like have the real no life experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's, it's like uh, I was like, I'm not gonna do that, man. Um, so yeah, I uh, I I spent many years of my life. I dedicated over uh, eight years of my life learning. Sounds kind of weird to say, but I studied, you know, many years going through middle school and high school, just studying how to date um and how to attract women, how to become more attractive. And there was a lot of toxic advice out there. You know, I'm a former frat boy. You know, I've been the nice guy, like the stereotype. And I've also been the bad boy, right? And now I'm trying to be the good man every single day. But I've been, you know, the frat boy. I've been a part of hookup culture. I've been in toxic relationships and all that. But what I've done is, you know, I, I learned, um, you know, uh, the importance of healthy relationships. Um, and I want to make sure you know, that nobody has to go through what I went through, overcoming loneliness and everything. Um, and, you know, like in giving them a healthy alternative, giving them an easier way than going through the whole journey that I went through 
and showing guys that, hey, even if you don't look like a Greek god, even if you're not the richest guy, even if you're not, you know, maybe the most aesthetic, maybe, you, you know, you're not the most confident guy, you can still find love, you can still attract a healthy relationship, you can still attract the woman of your dreams, it's just going to take a little bit of work and a little bit of guidance, but you can still do it, um, as long as you're willing to put in the work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. Um, and then, uh, what, what is that? Did you walk me through kind of what a coaching session is for, for you? Like, you know, you got this guy, he's like, I'm looking for, I'm looking for the girl of my dreams. I mean, how do I get there? Yeah. So what we do, we focus on, uh, really we focus heavily on self-improvement more than, um, you know, how learning how to flirt with girls, learning how to flirt with girls is very key. And that's something that a lot of other dating coaches teach, but, um, it's 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 like a bandage or it's just a bandage right you're not really treating the the core thing which is yourself as a human being as a man so we focus first on building you up as a man right so we take the approach number one step one self-improvement step two is good communication right so you improve yourself um based on the three pillars i call it the three pillars of dating success and then you learn how to communicate with women your intentions directly honestly and respectfully right so the first thing with self-improvement we take into the three pillars it's good looks social skills social proof confidence and then charisma and we focus on it logically in that order we take a very practical approach very realistic based on your current situation so the first thing that anybody's ever going to notice about you is your physical appearance right so the way that you look you know if you wear glasses or not you know your hairstyle and also you know the clothes that you wear your muscles your physique and also your hygiene. Hygiene is something that a lot of guys don't, don't think about, but the way that you smell and, you know, just whether you take a shower or not, like that is incredibly important to your attractiveness. Now, so we take that. So we first look at your, um, look at, you know, how you, how you, how you physically look. And we focus on that first, you know, and also going to the gym and stuff like that is really good for your mental health and your confidence as well. And it helps you build a social circle, especially if you join things like, let's say, CrossFit or anything like that, um, or even just combat sports. There's something I recommend to a lot of guys doing stuff like uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, uh, kickboxing, things like that I highly recommend. Um, but just going off and starting with those uh, is going to give you so much confidence and really you know level up your physical appearance. From there, we're going to work on so uh, good looks, social skills and social proof. You have to learn how to talk to people, um, right? And that's something that I tell a lot of guys is that you have, if you want to learn how to have a, uh, you know, healthy romantic relationships with women, you have to learn how to have healthy platonic relationships with women. That's something that a lot of people don't think about. Uh, and I'm not telling you that your, you know, your best friend has to be a girl or a woman, um, but you need to learn how to, you know, view women as more than just, you know, sexual objects. It's incredibly important wow. because if, the only thing that you, you know, when you look at a woman, if the only thing you can think about is, you know, how attractive she is, like if that's your only focus, it's, it's going to cause you to get into unhealthy relationships. And it's also going to, unless you're really good looking, it's really going to, you know, prevent you from ever having good relationships with women. Dude, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, big stuff. <laughs> yeah. I had to stop for a moment because I'm like, yeah, how many guys are out there? Like if you're, if any social setting, like th these guys, mm -hmm. you know, they're just, that's the number one thing is they're looking at appearance, attractiveness, mm -hmm. and then, yeah. you know, where can they go from there? But they don't yeah. know how to treat a woman. They don't know how to talk to them. Then it's mm -hmm. like, you're, you're going into um, it's like a bad situation, I guess, from there. Yeah. Right? yeah so, and that's yeah yeah go ahead 
And that's, that's the thing, like uh, a lot of guys, you know, like uh, when you start saying this kind of stuff, you know, some guys like the most inexperienced guys, right. The, the guys that are most insecure, they're like, it sounds kind of simpy, but it's really not. Like, if you think about, you know, the most attractive men in the, like the world, you know, guys like um, Henry Cavill, for example, right. Um, like th this is how they behave. You know, this is, you know, they, they don't focus just on how do I get a girl's like be, they focus really on themselves and building themselves up. Um, that's, that's like what the most, you know, like attractive men do. Um, and that, that's the men that we want to model ourselves after. We don't really, you know, like I don't recommend guys to model yourself after a playboy or anything like that. Mm. Because what you learn is that, you know, like when you get into hookup culture and stuff like that, because I, I used to be a frat boy, right? I used to be, you know, I used to live in a fraternity house. I used to party all the time. Mm -hmm. What you learn is that people just go into those things, you know, they use alcohol and drugs. They just use that in casual sex to run away from their problems, you know, and I was doing that too, you know, when I was younger, it's just, they do that to cope with their difficult things that, you know, they're running away from their family issues or stuff like that. And just, they're using each other's bodies and they don't really love each other. They don't really care about each other. That's mm -hmm. how you get into really toxic relationships when you're, you know, meeting girls at the clubs or the bars It's something I never recommend. Of course you can meet a girl, you know, at a, at a bar, you, you can, but like, I don't recommend it, you know, especially I, I tell guys stay away from alcohol as much as possible. Wow. And what makes you say that, uh, um, that portion of stay away from alcohol? Stay away from alcohol because with alcohol, it lowers your inhibitions. Um, and like a lot of guys, they'll use it as liquid courage, but th that's not really true courage. That's just faking it. Um, with alcohol, it, it causes you to do a lot of things that, um, like you don't even think about, you know, you take a little bit of alcohol and then you start drinking, you know, more and more and more, and then you, you become dependent on it. And then before you know it, you know, like your, your bank account is going down a drain and, you know, you're buying girls drinks and stuff like that. But also if anything was to ever happen romantically or like intimately with a woman and there was alcohol involved, that's how you get into like a really, uh, like really complicated situations that you don't want to be a part of. Wow. I didn't even like, I'm like, I'm learning all these new things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I tell you guys, like stay away from alcohol as much as possible. Yeah. And what, what, what have you really seen as far as like toxic relationships and like how these guys get into these and, and what are like some examples you, you, you would seen yourself? So many things. I mean, <laughs> like just you go online, if you, if you look on TikTok or if you look on a lot of these reality shows, like such as Love Island or stuff like that, it's, it's, it's all there. It's, you know, gaslighting, it's, uh, you know, trauma bonding. It's just so many different things. Uh, it's just, you know, people yelling at each other, people screaming at each other, people throwing things at each other. And it's like, if you like, basically it's this concept where if, if it doesn't hurt, like if, if you don't feel pain, you know, when you're in that, if love doesn't hurt, then it's not love. And that's so untrue. And it's, wow. it comes from things <laughs> such as romantic oh. comedies, you know? Yeah, that was so good. Because <laughs> <If love> <laughs> I think that's where we took, you know, we kind of talked about it um, before is like, we we see these Hollywood movies and, and, mm -hmm. and we try to think like, okay, I want to get into that or I want to get into this. And um, mm -hmm. that's, that's what I normally see. Um, uh, and there was a phrase he used before, um, and I wanted you to kind of talk about it. You kind of talk about love bombing. What is that? Mm -hmm. What is that? Yeah, so love bombing, the easiest way for me to... Um to to kind of show the audience would probably be you know kind of like the show uh, you're watching right now right so how i met your mother mm -hmm. i grew up watching how i met your mother um ted mosby was one of my favorite uh you know characters and i learned from the guy and i thought that that was how that's what a good husband is supposed to be right because he speaks with conviction he's like this is how i met your mother this i was like i was like that's how i'm gonna meet my future wife <laughs> but what basically it's so bad and what basically 
he, he goes around the concept of, you know, like going above and beyond for a woman because that's what love is, you know, like you throw, you know, like if you're, if you love this woman, you know, you throw a party for her, you know, for like four nights in a row, even if your friends, you know, even if it ruins your friends chances in law school and all that, that's what he did with, you know, Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, and he does that. And he, you know, he, he just goes above and beyond for this woman. That's like, just kind of like mediocre interest in him. And he's doing that. He's doing, he's basically simping for this girl, let's be honest. Like, <laughs> and he's just doing anything and everything for this girl. That's only kind of interested in him. And it's just like this imbalance of interest in each other. Right. And it's just, when you, when you do that kind of stuff, it's, it's, it's just not, it's not good for it. It's just, it causes toxic relationships. It causes just terrible things because you're, you're dating somebody and you're trying to, you know, do so much, you're giving so much to somebody that isn't even that interested in you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it comes from a place of insecurity. It comes from a place of lack. And a lot of times the reason why people will love bomb is because, you know, they feel that there's no other way, you know, for them to find love than if they just give excessive compliments, excessive gifts, excessive, you know, acts of affection. Uh, and that you see it all the time in romantic comedies. You know, it's that, it's that, what is it? Um, it's that dramatic, you know, uh, dramatic display of affection in front of the entire world. And it's like, yeah. if you don't scream off, you know, like the, you know, if you don't scream in front of everybody that you love this one, like, no, that's not yeah. how it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I definitely haven't done that before. So. <laughs> good, good job. Good job. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. That's so interesting. Um, mm -hmm. So what would you tell somebody that is in a toxic relationship? Like, like let's say your yeah. best friend or someone's and you know, it's in a toxic relationship. How would you coach them out of something like that? Yeah. So the thing about toxic relationships, um, it's, it's, it's tough because when you're in a toxic relationship, it, it can be hard to, you know, recognize that you're in one and also hard to even accept it or hard to even want out of it. Yeah. A lot of times That's people true. go. Yeah. And a lot of times, and this comes to the concept of modern day loneliness. Um, this might be something that you've noticed yourself. It's, you know, men and women, we've been kind of disconnected, right? We've been kind of pushed away from each other. There's something I'm working on is reconnecting men and women in a healthy way. And it's like with toxic relationships, a lot of times people will get into them um, because of codependency um, mm -hmm. and they'll get into them because they're so lonely because they feel that nobody, you know, will ever love them again. Um, you know, like, they are, you know, this partner that they're with, you know, this toxic relationship, it's the only partner they will ever have. And they'll choose to stay in those relationships because they're just trauma, they're bonded by trauma. Like they're connected to this person. They feel they will never have love again if they, you know, like lose this person. And it just really, um, there's a lot of different approaches to helping people get out of it, but really at the very core of it, they, they have to want to get out of it. Mm. Um, and it starts with education. It starts with, you know, recognizing that you're in a toxic relationship or maybe you're in a relationship that's not very good for you. Dude, that's so good. Um, uh, I know we were, we we're talking, um, we're kind of going through your process and I cut you off a little yeah. bit. Um, so I think we no left off your, <laughs> it's just because the things you're talking about, that's so good. I would want to, you know, <laughs> keep going on it. Uh, but you were talking about, I think you left off in social, uh, either social proof, I think you're talking about. So, so yeah. w what is that social proof for, for like your clients or your, your friends? Yeah. That coaching? So, and, and like when people say social proof, like a lot of times, like it gets like a bad connotation. So guys, like 
this stuff is okay as long as you're using it to get into healthy relationships, right? It's about the intentions that you're doing. For example, like because um, social is improved is important, right? And I'm not saying that you have to have like a million Instagram followers or anything like that, but literally just having you know friends is an example of social proof. Having you know like um like uh I don't know like having like a leadership position um in in an organization or maybe in your job place is something that's very attractive to women. Um, because throughout society, throughout history, a man's worth has always been attached to his ability to protect and provide. And, uh, you know, men that protect and provide are leaders, right? As men, it is our job to lead, I mean, especially in the household. Um, that's really what a man leads, you know, that the masculine essence, right, is to lead and to protect for his woman, his family, his community. So you have to lead. And, you know, when with leadership comes that social proof, but also, you know, for example, here's another thing, you know, this is where, like, when you take this approach, instead of doing what, you know, like a lot of other guys teach, when you take this approach, it's so useful, because keep in mind, like, girls like guys that other girls like, right, <laughs> especially, and, that, and that's something a lot of people don't think, like, pretty girls, like, because let's be honest, guys want to date pretty girls, and I completely understand that, girls want to date pretty guys as well, yeah, but, like, girls like to be, like, pretty girls will see a guy, that you know is dating somebody that's far more physically attractive than him and then they'll be like wait and like it's like a puzzle in their head and it's like yeah wait what makes him so attractive and then they and then they go to work and like i gotta figure this out and all <laughs> of a sudden the guy becomes more attracted to them like holy like holy moly they start dating it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's funny <laughs> but like that's that's another thing with uh with social proof you know having you know female friends um and viewing women as more than just you know sexual objects viewing them you know and having interest to have friendships with them is going to help you with your dating life as well and that's another form of social proof and of course you know building your instagram following maybe if you have a podcast right or if you have a youtube channel stuff like that all that is helpful but you have to build social proof um that you are a a good uh, or like or at least try to be a good human being don't just try to be a player like you know be a man of character but also be a man that isn't afraid to communicate that hey I like women and I'm attracted to women and I want to date a woman, right? If that's who you are, if, if you're a guy that likes girls, don't be afraid to communicate with that um, and be honest about it, but be respectful about it. Mm -hmm. That's so good. And uh, what, com what comes after social proof? Yes. So good looks, social skills, social proof, and then confidence and charisma. So, chariz uh, so confidence is something that we build up over time, right? um we, we we take baby steps uh, i don't tell guys to fake it till they make it that's a very common uh, phrase i don't i don't teach that it's rather you know be practical about it be realistic about it and take baby steps so for example let's say um if you wanted to start uh something uh new uh let's say do you do sports um yeah i did i did sports back in high school and uh you know every nice. now and then again i'll, I'll join a, a softball league to uh nice. to get back into it yeah <laughs> Yeah. So like for, uh, for example, for like maybe something like softball, right? So if somebody had never played softball before, and obviously you're more of an expert than I, uh, so you could, you know, kind of pitch in here, but if somebody had never played softball before, but they were, you know, kind of interested in, right? What I would tell them always is to do a little bit more research into, you know, softball, what it, what it is, because anxiety um, oftentimes comes from, uh, you know, a fear of the unknown, you know, like, so when you learn more about the sport, maybe you learn a little bit more about the history, you learn more about, you know, what, what the game is structured, how the sport, you know, how the, you know, what is it, the, how the scores are measured, right? Um, how long the game lasts, you learn more about the, uh, you know, the opposing team or the enemy team, uh, and you learn more about your team and, you know, your local options and then 
you know, you go to maybe like the, a softball field for the first time, maybe you get some gear, maybe you look at, you know, you do some research on the softball field, you learn, you know, where it is, you know, how to get there, when it's open, when it closes, stuff like that. Doing your research on things and just educating yourself before you actually go out to things. Obviously, we don't get, want to get um, analysis paralysis, but doing a little <laughs> bit of research, you know, getting baby steps, maybe you want to play in softball, you know, a softball game for the first time. You've got a match coming in a couple months and it's like, uh, you know, it's your first first match ever but i would recommend go get all get padded up get all your gear get your helmet everything and just go to the field that um go to a field and just go there by yourself or go there with friends nobody else is there nobody to judge you no no cameras no nothing no umpire just go there see what it's like to run on the field see what it's like to feel it imagine yourself actually hitting the ball right and just go there and then play some maybe some pickup games with some friends you know before the actual match happens and just warm yourself up you take these baby steps and then by the time the match comes it's like it's much easier than if you just went in there with no preparation wow and uh and we talked about this before, but like confidence, confidence, like is, that's basically how you build confidence is by repetition, like mm -hmm. by getting yeah. more and by doing your research and getting practice. Mm -hmm. So, so how, how yeah. does that look like when, when you're dating? Like, how do you, I haven't dated in a while. So I don't know what it's like. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, it's like, man, the approach that I take it, it's very different from a lot of people. It's very unorthodox, right? But it's with confidence, um, so many things. But one thing that I like to remember is that, you know, confidence really at the very core of it, it's an understanding that you're going to be okay no matter what happens, right? People say, you know, like the, the worst thing that a woman can say to you if you ask her out is no. Obviously, like, that's actually not true. The worst thing that a woman can say <laughs> to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's going to shut down your confidence, like, boom, you know? But like, most, like, most girls, like, if you come to them with respect, right, if you don't come with a sleazy pickup line, if you come with respect, hey, I think you're kind of cute, wanted to get to know you, right, um, then that is going to help out so much, but I'm going to give you a little, a little tidbit, right, this is something, like, uh, a lot of people, you know, worry about approaching anxiety, you know, like, approaching a, a girl for the first time, it's okay, so, so you're worried about, you know, like, she's going to reject you, so here's what I want you to do instead, talk to everybody right so get get your uh you know get your social like uh you know just get that social you know like just socialness i guess like up and you're feeling like in a good mood listening to your favorite music and you're just talking to everybody and you're in an environment where you feel comfortable and safe right to be yourself and then you know pretty girl comes along and then you already have that social proof you already got friends and all that but then i just want you to go up to the girl and just ask her a quick question right it could literally be any question it could be like hey um do you know where i can find boom or uh, or i'm trying hey excuse me can i ask you a quick question i'm trying to decide between uh this or this what do you think is better All right just that quick question and what happens is um it allows you to start a conversation right mm -hmm. instead of just going oh my god i think you're so cute will you please marry me right <laughs> you're going in you're asking you're asking a question and like you know if she's got any level of social skills she's probably gonna answer that question and then from there you know, like you, you gauge her level of interest in you, right? And see if there's any attraction. And then from there, you know, based on how well she talks with you, if she's, you know, flirting back a little bit, you can then ask her, you know, ask her out. <laughs> and where would you advise, uh, you know, people look for relationships? You said not, definitely not, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely not. not, not bars bars. Bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely not. 
if you want a healthy relationship, like a serious relationship, I would recommend going to places like social communities, right? So I always recommend to try to find your uh, your ideal woman in a social community or um, mutual friends, right? So obviously, you know, don't just change yourself, but try different hobbies. Go to stuff like running clubs, right? Go to stuff like running clubs, go to even like if you're if you go if you go to church, right, you can you know try church, you can go to like, um, just uh, like dance classes. That's a huge one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't tell guys like don't go to like hot yoga trying to get girls. Like, yeah. do <laughs> it's kind of creepy. But like, you know, book clubs, right? Mm-hmm. So many things, cooking classes, go to places where it's normal for people to hang out and just start there. And you'll either meet somebody that you're attracted to, or you'll meet somebody that's going to help you you know, in the three pillars, um, you know, maybe build a friendship, maybe build a connection and mm-hmm. you, you know, they'll find out or you let them know that you're single and you're interested in somebody. The chances are every girl has a female friend that she might be able to introduce you to. So yeah. good, man. All right. Uh, Chungus, as we wrap up here, I like, uh, I like to ask a, a couple of questions at the end, just, you know, just for fun. Um, so one, one of the questions would be like, uh, you know, what kind of music are you listening to right now? Um, I'm listening to Kendrick Lamar's uh, new album. Yes, uh, yeah. So check on re- I got that on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> hey. If you haven't already, listeners, go check out Kendrick Lamar's album. So yes. good. Um, I, one of the tweets actually is funny. If someone tweeted, if you can relate to, um, which is it, cry, cry later, or is yeah. that that track where it's like that the the boyfriend and girlfriend are like screaming at each other mm-hmm. actually yeah. it's actually a toxic relationship <laughs> it kind <laughs> yeah. of relates to what we're talking about now if yeah. you're in a to- if you, they said if you can relate to that song you're in a toxic relationship you need to get out now <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah seriously man it's it's easy to get into toxic relationships yeah uh, next one uh do you read do you read any books um Honestly, like I, I try to read more audiobooks. Like honestly, dude, like oh, I don't okay, listen to audiobooks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I do I do YouTube summaries. Like I okay. like I just read YouTube, YouTube so what 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 are your what are your favorite? Like what's one oh, favorite man. YouTube summary? So so many. Uh, my favorite book of all time, if I had to pick one, it would be The Third Door by Alex Benayan. Okay. I haven't heard of that one, so I definitely I need to check like it out. It. Yeah, the 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 third door. Yeah, it's it's a feel good. It's like a, like if you're into entrepreneurship or anything, oh, that's definitely. the book for you. Okay, yeah. right, it's yeah, a, it's 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 a wild book, man. It's a it's it's a book I recommend to anybody. Nice. Uh, the last one is um, if you if you were to have a, a billboard with anything that you could put on there for the world to see, what would you put? I would put my motto. Um, this is something I say in all my YouTube videos. It's uh, you know treat others with respect and spread love and it will come back to you especially when you least expect it so good and, and where can people um find you and learn yes. more about uh healthy relationships thank you thank you it's uh so on youtube i'm amqf healthy dating for men or you can check out my website healthy dating consultation i'm giving away a free call to anybody that wants to book in and learn more about healthy relationships and just learn from me just go to healthy dating consultation.com and if you're listening right now and you're wondering, should I book a free call? Yes, you need to. <laughs> you need to call Chungus. He's going to yes. walk you through healthy relationships and, you know, not go- avoiding avoiding toxic yeah. ones. <laughs> and, it, and it works for anybody. You know, it works for any guy, even if you don't have six feet, six figures or a six pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I appreciate you, Chungus. Uh, thank Absolutely. you for coming on the podcast. Thank you, you know, for providing value to the listeners. Uh, we'll definitely plug your website and, and your YouTube um, channel. Hopefully some people can uh, learn some new things from you. Absolutely, Lorenzo. Thank you very much. Have a good one.